0: Welcome to Let's Be Honest. I'm Liana Ross and I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I'm the assistant director of Gooding Wellness Group and I'm on a mission to answer your real and honest questions, unfiltered, while also giving you the real and honest opinions of a mental health clinician on pop culture and trending topics. Stay tuned. Welcome back to let's be honest podcast. I'm Liana and I'm your host. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. And today I'm here for a solo episode and it's going to be a listener question episode. And just so you guys know that we're now on YouTube. So if you want to go watch these instead of listening to them only, you can now see the video, see my new let's be honest sign in the background. Um, so what is the question today and as a reminder if you want to get your question answered remember it is anonymous so do not worry you can dm me on instagram at let's be honest pod or you can email me at let's be honest at goodingwellness.com so today's question was i think something that a lot of us can relate to i did a little poll on instagram and a lot of people um, had a lot of varying feedback So the question is, how do I use exercise to maintain my mental health without it becoming a chore? And it's funny, like some people were saying it is a chore to them or it feels like a chore and then others were saying it doesn't feel like a chore. But I think this is a very common feeling to have. So in order to answer this question, I'm gonna share some of the benefits of exercising for mental health. How to find something you actually enjoy doing Because why be forced into doing something that we don't enjoy and how to approach it with compassion and kindness for yourself without a shame-based attitude, which would be seen as saying something like, oh, I have to go out for a walk today or I have to go to the gym. Like that just seems like, tell me about a chore. That's a chore. So how do we find a way in between that without being so rigid, without being so porous and because I, and I talked about this in other episodes, and I've been there too. I'm going to share a little bit about my own experiences about the importance of not shooting all over yourself. And because when we say, oh, I should go to the gym, that's actually a form of judgment and criticism that doesn't develop from a positive habit creating pattern, it's just not going to lead to good results. Sometimes I think we think it's going to, but it doesn't actually help. And positive reinforcement is always more powerful and effective than negative reinforcement, especially when trying to learn something new. That's been proven and proven again. And it's behavior modification 101. So why do we shoot all over ourselves? So I'm actually very excited to share some of my own experiences with you guys with this. Um, I shared a little bit more personal in a couple episodes ago and I'm enjoying it. It feels good. It's like a breath of fresh air and I've gotten really good feedback and I just enjoy being authentic. Um, So I'm going to share some of my own experiences because I went from being a cardio bunny to only weightlifting. I was a power lifter at one point. Then I dabbled in cycling. I was actually, I got certified in indoor spinning Then I got into rowing, but weightlifting was something I always came back to, and that always made me feel this internal and physical strength. So I'm going to share about how I kind of went from too rigid with it, and to now finding a happy medium every single day trying to, um, and being okay with routines changing. I think when we think of exercise, we think about how it can benefit our physical health, but we don't always realize the huge benefits when it comes to our mental health, that like scientific studies actually show that exercise can help alleviate symptoms of mild to moderate depression, just as effectively as pharmaceutical antidepressants. Obviously, that's a case by case basis. But that's a pretty bold statement to say. And a report by Harvard School of Public Health found that 15 minutes of jogging or one hour of walking per day reduces the risk of major depression by more than 25%. I mean, talk about preventative work or part of it. And that's why I always suggest for people to add some sort of movement into their routine, not because I'm like, you know, thinking they need to lose weight or something like that or physical health. It is all about the mental health side of things. And this is pretty dope, that during exercise, natural chemicals in the brain called endogenous cannabinoids are released, which can enhance a person's sense of well-being and even create a sense of euphoria, feeling of euphoria. Exercise also increases levels of serotonin, we love a good serotonin boost, dopamine, and norepinephrine in the brain. Those are your happy chemicals. So this is like real science stuff. I love science when it comes to this. Um, It helps normalize and improve neurotransmitter levels leading to enhanced mood and energy, reduce stress, deeper relaxation, improved mental clarity. I can go on and on memory and cognitive functioning, enhanced intuition, enthusiasm for a life. Um, you get the gist. Okay. We get it, Liana. We know it's beneficial for our mental health. So now how do we find something that we enjoy? we don't know until we try. It's so funny because I when I was really into powerlifting, which I also got into just by trying, I was like I'm never going to do CrossFit. Like I I just had this stigma against it that I think a lot of people had at the time. This was like circa 2016. And actually in 2020 during the pandemic, there was a they had a whole outside parking lot where they did the workouts, and I actually started going to a CrossFit gym during that time, which I never thought I would like, and I actually really liked it. Like, of course, I paid attention to my body, and I had an injury, which I'll talk more about. And it was such a great community. Um, it was in Rockville Center in Long Island. Ten out of ten recommend. And so for me, I find that I need to find something that gives me a sense of accomplishment, rather than something that I only do for physical aesthetic benefits. Because for me, like, I've seen that those feelings are very fleeting. And I'm sure, like, we've had the feeling of, it's never enough, right? It's like, oh, I want, maybe our goal is, I don't know, abs. And then we get the abs and then oh, well, I want more abs or I want my arms to be toned. Like it's never enough. And therefore our goal only becomes aesthetic and it feels more like a chore rather than for me, I know working out makes me feel just way more energy. I just feel so connected to my body. I enjoy it. I love it. And I can't wait to feel those feelings. So therefore it's not that I'm just motivated to work out. I'm motivated to get the end result and it feels good during it especially if I'm doing something I enjoy. And I know not everyone's into weightlifting, of course. And so for some, it might be more cardio based, whether it's running, biking, walking, swimming. Personally, I was never a good swimmer. Like I hate swimming so much, but I can go on a bike ride for a very long time. Running, I got into last summer, which I never, again, I never thought that I was going to get into it. I always said, I'm not a runner. And then I found this beginner running program, and I actually enjoyed it because I enjoyed seeing these small steps in growth. And now I'm not running, really. I like walking more. So I'm also meeting myself where I'm at, right? Like I'm not saying, Liana, you were walking, I'm sorry, you were running last year. Why are you walking this year? Get up with the running, I'm just going to listen to myself where I'm at. Why force it? I also love hiking. It's very mindful for me. And this is also a really good time to be alone. Or if you take a class, maybe you like being around other people. So it's like all these other aspects that are involved in exercising that make up things that we enjoy. Like I like the class atmosphere, Like I go to F45 now and I like it a lot because it's not so many people in a class, but it's also not just me. And I'm being motivated by the coach and the other people there. And it's a great community. And it doesn't have to be heavy. It doesn't have to be, right, like 10 mile runs. It doesn't have to be a hike for three hours. It doesn't have to be a three hour workout. Um, If you want it to be, that's okay. Totally go for it. But I know for me, I'm not even weightlifting over an hour, like get me in and out 30 to 45 minutes. I want it to be efficient and I want it to feel good. And that's it. It could be something lighter, like stretching or yoga. I always tell people who are getting started with movement to do progressive muscle relaxation, which is a mindfulness exercise, but the benefits of clenching our muscles is actually just as beneficial as exercise. Um, It needs to be individualized to the person, right? Because I have a friend who did a marathon. Girl, I'm not doing a marathon. (laughs) Like, I am no way doing a marathon. And so I have to meet myself where I'm at. And it doesn't have to be what others are doing. I have to say, my husband and I have never worked out together. I mean, he's actually came with me to a class every now and again, and then he regrets it. But he doesn't like classes. So why is he going to come to a class with me? No, I want to for us both to enjoy our own separate journeys.
1: Hi, my name is Gordon Gooding. I'm the founder and director of the Gooding Wellness Group here in Cold Spring Harbor, New York. We are a group of mental health providers that offer individual and family counseling here on Long Island. We believe the first step for caring for your mental health is to talk and to learn about it, which is what this podcast does such a great job of. If it has a name, someone else has been through it and so can you. If you ever need a professional that cares about what you are facing, please feel free to reach out to us. Our counseling services are available throughout New York State through our teletherapy service. And we also offer in-person sessions in our beautiful offices here on Long Island, New York. You can reach us at goodingwellness.com or by calling 631-351-2940. Remember, there's nothing that you need to face alone. Until then, keep listening, be deliberate with your mental health, keep it honest.
0: Okay, now we have something that we enjoy. We know what it is. How do we approach it that is in a beneficial way and doesn't become a chore? Like I was saying earlier, pay attention to your language. Are you saying I should or I have to? Instead, change it to I get to. I even did, just did that yesterday. I forgot what I had to do. There we go, I had to do. But I was like, oh, I really have to do this thing. And then I'm like, wait, I get to do this thing. And it's like a, a heaviness being taken off of me. Find a routine that works for you. Personally, I like working out in the morning. I I switched off from, from whatever my lifestyle was depending on my work schedule, but I know that I truly love the morning. And then other people love the evening. I'm not going to tell myself I'll go work out in the evening. I'll never get there. <laughs> but I love working out. So it wouldn't make sense. So I have to be honest with myself and figure out what works for me. And I and one thing I actually do work with people on is let's say if they want to start an, a movement routine or an exercise routine, usually our heads go to oh, but like, I don't know if I can do 20 minutes, or I don't know if I can do this for that long. Why are we starting at like a half hour? If we started from zero, why are we jumping to 30? I literally told people about walking on a treadmill for one minute. Like I literally said that exact thing. And I don't tell them this part. But usually when you're on that treadmill for one minute or taking a walk or whatever it is, you're starting to feel good and that you usually want to continue. But even if you don't, that's okay. We have to meet ourselves where we are at. And just like I was saying before with the setting, finding a a studio or a gym atmosphere, or maybe we like home workouts. I was doing home workouts for a long time as most of us were during COVID. And then I was like getting ready to be back with people. And I found the community that works for me. Even this morning, I just decided to do um, an at-home workout from an app because I just didn't feel like going to the gym today. I wasn't going to force myself. I just wasn't. Um, Or maybe in the past, I would have, which I'm going to talk more about. Also, a lot of it is like vibe for me, as you're kind of guessing. I went to this, I checked out this new yoga studio near my house, and it was such an awesome vibe. Like There was like like plants everywhere it was very like chill and it was really good for beginners and intermediates because i'm not an advanced yogi and i feel like for me atmosphere means a lot even if i go to a park or a hike it's all about the atmosphere and the vibe so let's also look at the other sides about warning signs that we might be becoming too rigid with the workout routine. Now you might be saying, what do you mean? I'm never gonna become too rigid. Like I can't even get going. I don't have to worry about that. Well, I think this is helpful just to have it in mind because it's happened to me, it's happened to a lot of people that I've talked to when they become very passionate about a type of exercise, it goes to the other end of the spectrum real quick. So when I was into powerlifting and I would do competitions and there was always like a set program of like a certain workout for each day, I would have anxiety if I didn't do that workout or I had to switch something. Like if let's say there was a snowstorm and I couldn't get to the gym, I would be like, what do I do? I'm gonna mess up my progress. I can't switch it, I can't miss the gym. I would be driving in a snowstorm. And it's okay if you do that, 110%, but it's like, what are the intentions? For me, it was the anxiety around the rigidity and if my schedule was out of whack. There were many times that I would be on vacation. I remember one time specifically, many times, that I was in Georgia visiting my brother with my family and like I had to find a gym to work out at. Why couldn't I just miss a few days, (laughs) which I do now? I go on vacation and like, I like to move my body, so I'm always going to find ways to do that, to feel good, like physically and mentally. But it's the rigidity around like, I need to find a gym to work out at it because I can't go off my routine. Like that is a red flag, that narrative. If the schedule has to change and we feel uncomfortable about it, I'd encourage you to use that as an opportunity to explore because I wish I did. It was just the way I did things. And that was validated for it too, right? Because people would say, oh, you're this is like your, it was like my identity, really. And when we attach our self-worth to the activity, which tends to happen, I'm only this special because I run X amount of miles or I lifted this amount of weights. I think it's very easy to attach ourselves to a certain accomplishment And again, it's amazing to run a marathon. It's amazing to lift 300 pounds. But when it becomes like tunnel vision, and maybe I'm missing out on family relationships or social gatherings, or I'm having a lot of anxiety, like that's a red flag. I'm also going to share an experience about listening to your body, because that's my next point. Through my powerlifting career, I injured my back towards the end. And I did not stop. And I just kind of tried to weasel around it. Um, I didn't know what it was. I think it was nerve damage. Who knows? I got MRIs. But I remember when the physical therapist said to me, you can't lift this heavy anymore. And I was like, watch me. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? And wouldn't you know that I remember so vividly being at the gym, my back just like flipped. And it hurt so bad. I couldn't even pick up a 10 pound plate from the floor. Like I could not bend down. I could barely walk. And that was my body telling me, Liana, you went on too long. You should have listened to me. If you insist on exercising while in pain, something is wrong. That's a red flag. I know it's an adjustment and it was going to be an adjustment for me, I that's why I stopped powerlifting because it my my back injury it wasn't going to be beneficial anymore. I still find a way to lift now. I do lift weights now, but I know what I can and can't do. So it's about being honest with yourself. If you feel an injury, if you feel even if it's a pulled muscle, attend to it. Everything is going to be okay if you don't work out the next day or the next few days or freaking weeks. It's okay, because I will tell you, I regretted it in the long run. And I have to be honest, I'm still working on being okay with a fluctuation in my schedule. And that's okay, right? Like, I've gone on many vacations. And yeah, there are times that I go to the gym, but I'll do it in the morning before we have anything planned. And I do it because it makes me feel good. I don't do it because I'm going to have anxiety if I don't. Because if I don't, it's okay. I'm totally good with that. So focus on the intention. If you even if you're for you, it's about getting started. Why are you getting started? What's your why? I hope you guys got something out of this. I'm really excited to share on this topic because I've always loved exercise and I still do to this day and movement, I kind of call it movement now, so it becomes almost like softer and kinder. Um, So some takeaways from this is be kind to yourself, watch out for that shame-based self-talk, find something you enjoy, like you really enjoy, not just like, ah, it's doable. And be realistic about it, be honest with yourself and keep an eye out for red flags if it's becoming too rigid. Um, there's actually a really good blog post on goodingwellness.com. If you scroll back a little bit, it's, I believe the benefits of exercise for your mental health. If you want to read more on this and this has been so fun. If you want to submit your question, I'm really excited to hear from you guys. It's been so fun. Um, you can email me at let's be honest at goodingwellness.com. You can DM me and follow me. At Let's Be Honest Pod on Instagram. Follow me personally at Liana Ross LMHC. Remember, we're on YouTube now, so you can see me and these videos and talk with my hands. <laughs> and if you're interested in therapy, whether you're in person in Long Island and you want to come in for sessions in Cold Spring Harbor, or you live in New York and you're interested in virtual sessions, hit us up. GoodingWellness.com, LongIslandHealthTherapy.com. And whether it's with me or someone else, we can help you get there. All right, guys, till next time.